Who's doing the intro? It's my turn? Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. When the crowd gets loud, that's a pop. But when the Monster Pop podcast does its very first ever live episode, God damn it, that's a Monster Pop. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Monster Pop podcast. I am your host, Reclaim Joey, former professional wrestler and Twitch streamer. I am here flanked for the first time live by my buddies here, EOD, actual doctor, Emperor of Destruction, PhD. How's it going, man? Doing pretty good. I'm hyped to be here live for the first time ever on the uh, not quite silver screen, but you know, good enough. <laughs> also here with uh, with D Straight. Uh, Emperor. Yeah, you sounded yeah, you sounded really excited when you intro me. I was about to you know get to that part. <laughs> I was about to say student of the game. Uh, also here. Yeah, that's what my mother. That's what my mother said. And it was actually <laughs> on my actual birthday. She was getting visitors, and she assumed they were for her. And she said, "Also, here's my yeah. Here's D Straight. Here he is. Yeah. What up, Will Dave? Will Dave? Hey, what are you guys? What are you guys been up to, man? We've taken a little hiatus from talking about wrestling. A lot's going <laughs> down in the world. Mostly but streaming guys- and working yeah. on getting this set up. Actually, I I have been in the throes of the academic semester. Uh, in fact, this Wednesday is going to be the first test. We'll see how that goes. Um, how, how, how angry I need to be with my students or how happy I should be. Uh, it's been an interesting um, experience thus far. There's definitely some students who you know, seem to have it together and others who uh, don't. But I probably shouldn't delve into too much details on here. No, let's have let's have the top students and the bottom students first. Oh my god! <laughs> Tell us an embarrassing, yeah, bottom student. Oh, uh, I mean, there was one who, you know, I, I try to like provoke discussions and whatnot. And we were talking, you know, I teach Congress, U.S. Congress, and whatnot, and I was asking about, you know, what are some politicians that maybe have rebranded and. They had mentioned someone who not only was dead, but had suggested that like they had like were not the same party that they actually were. And I'm like, all right, so you're just like that far to the right that like you know anything to the left of Donald Trump is like straight socialist, I guess. But yeah, isn't that right? I mean, Biden is a died in the red wool commie, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Just look at his his policies. Well, um, well, I do plan on I do plan on pulling a trick on them uh, next uh, next class with a you know I was gonna whip out the uh, Democratic platform from the 1990s and see if they recognize what it is. Yeah, you know who else rebranded <laughs> after they died, right? I was gonna... <laughs> I'm just gonna Let's say. Hear it. I thought um, I thought you were gonna say. Speaking Soraya. of dead, oh, God. no, Soraya. <laughs> rebranded after she died because you know i don't know if you guys know this but she's zombified oh is that her, is that her, oh new, is that her yeah. new gimmick yeah well that's her that's her song it's her boyfriend's band's song which I, I think has like some there was a whole bunch of controversy tied to that and her band and whatnot or his band but what band I mean, is it do you know davy no i just know that he knows uh, it, it's on her shirt and uh oh, yeah so it was on her shirt music, this week yeah and her music and it's a really really weak gimmick wow bad that whole that whole i don't scene, know if it's so much a gimmick or i don't know was that the worst uh, yeah, women's segment you, no it's not the worst women's segment i've ever okay, seen but, but it, it's it, the worst one i've ever seen on AEW for sure 
What were they doing? I mean, that was. was I mean, her to be to her credit, her debut was pretty good, and like she got a big reaction. Am I crazy, or did she not fucking like even get get finished introducing everybody? Like she started with the champ and just didn't get to everybody else. Well, Britt interrupted her. (laughs) Okay, I mean, like, what was the point of all that? Like, is she like a GM? Like, is she like a matchmaker for the women? What the fuck? I don't she know. made some reference to, you know, she's going to be a difference maker in the division yeah. um, because she can't actually wrestle. I guess that she's got to have some type of role like that, some type of managerial-esque role. So I don't know if they're going to assign her some equivalent of like a commissionership of the AEW yeah. division mm-hmm. storyline. I don't know, but I don't know. Well, the way I doing. the way I saw it too, with like the women they had out, I think that they're trying to end. From my understanding, on the business end, they were getting better viewership when there was more women out than when it was just you know one on one women. Uh, so like those tag matches had really good ratings. So that's probably why it was a lumberjack match, right? You just put them all out there. I think it's also good at like you know getting you used to actually seeing them because that's of, oftentimes hey, the criticism levied against of- it bunch of hot chicks you know you're flipping the channel you land on a bunch of hot chicks right you guys ever seen that movie bad girls with drew barrymore Andy <laughs> oh but uh okay that's dude that just shows you how deep off the marketing is it's they know okay if it's one-on-one or tag team or quote-unquote a bunch of women out there uh, but yeah, that segment was, um, you know, the proverbial clusterfuck. It had a little of this, a little of that. It trailed. It off. wasn't quite as bad as I was expecting because I think, or Joey had posted something about like, oh man, this is like the drizzling shits. And I was watching, I was like, <laughs> this isn't good, but it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. I know, it, yeah, it was it was up there. And then the, there was the part where like the one thing that you could get excited about was when um, Willow and and um, Jamie Hader got into their little brawl, and Jamie Hader just fucking darted to the back, and that set up the match that they're gonna have on Rampage, or that they had on Rampage. Yeah, they had on Rampage. <laughs> that was the setup. She sprinted to the back. Props <laughs> to the Philly crowd for chanting Jamie Hader's name in in the middle of all that. Mm out of nowhere and making that into something it's yeah it was completely out of nowhere mm. well, it's clear yeah she wasn't being spot spotlighted at all spotlit sorry at all um and it's pretty clear that uh they're holding her back at this point i'm sorry that's what it is yeah um, it's been too it's been too long and we've seen it before where oh no they're they're playing the long game they're taking the king's road and that person gets injured or something else happens and they're fucking gone and you never get those matches i mean statlander when she Speaking of people who rebranded, she never got that big marquee match um, until, you know, she's injured now for who knows how long. Apparently it was pretty serious. What was the update on that? Anybody know? Um, I think she had surgery. Yeah, it's recently. like a knee injury. She's going to be gone for a long time, like yeah, a yeah. really long time. And yeah. we st- we don't know anything more about uh, about Thunder Rosa's injury either. Uh, and you know that's something that like Meltzer was uh, critical about AEW. Just that you just kind of keep. Um, keep their injury stuff under wraps and like all other sports they're very like open and and uh like clear about what exactly is going on with their with their athletes and stuff like that and we never know what happens and i think that's really fucking bad even even if somebody's injured you got to do something you got to write them off tv like you got to fucking do something like they slipped on a banana peel and fell on tv and then they that they get fucking carted out by a a stretcher or something like that that needs to be a thing 
Well, contract status too is a, if if we're going to make yeah. a, you know big big time sports comparison. That's something that's always in the news. Um, you know how long somebody has on their contract. MJF has brought that into the storyline, although we don't know if he's signed an extension or not. Because yeah, it's. Uh, again, I also think they've been going going way too deep into that well lately. Yeah, like maybe so. Yeah, maybe so because. In wrestling, you have to work just about everything like that. Like everything's yeah. an opportunity for an angle. Um, so, I, yeah, you got to decide if you're going to do it or not. But on the other hand, wrestling is not like the other sports, you mm-hmm. know? so it doesn't necessarily need to follow that. They can keep injuries under wraps because it may conflict with something that they want to do creatively. So it just makes sense. Where in you know real sports, it's just a you know straight competition. It just makes a little bit more sense to be a little bit more open about that. Yeah. yeah. What if, hey, um, speaking of the sports analogy, what if they started working out contract trades with like with WWE and <laughs> Impact and shit? Could you imagine getting traded to Impact? Well, well I, mean, I like, think Bobby Fish might what? be able to uh, weigh in on that conversation. Dude, is that not the funniest <laughs> fucking thing you've ever fucking heard? Oh my God. Did you he- see his interview when he's talking about the, when he like, got up for the punk pen no no not at all tell me about oh it so he i only saw like the the clip where he's like talking about it but he's just mm-hmm. like well you know he did a i can't remember what he called it like an izzy or something like the thing where like you like thank them for the match but he's like but the ref hadn't counted to three yet so i knew i had a split second decision about something to do it's like what yeah <laughs> like he counted his chickens before he hatched in a scripted match this was the finish what else were you expecting? He's one of those guys, and I ran into those guys when I was wrestling that would get legitimate mad. Like, if they're, like, real dudes and, you know, they have, like, real, ch- like, training and things like that, and they get mad that they have to put somebody over, but really, they're the badass, and they know in a real fight, in a shoot, they would win. There are people that legitimately get fucking, they work themselves like that. That's a real thing. When he said, uh, you know, as a martial artist, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I lay my shoulders, oh, dude. there's very few people right now that could look stupid going up against cm punk look like like an asshole going up against cm punk no more than cm punk man what an asshole (laughs) well yeah that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying like um it's pretty tough when you're standing across from cm punk in some arena not the wrestling (laughs) ring right now but in in some (laughs) arena and you get you know, you're the heel. That situation, that's right. That's pretty tough to do, man. The best yeah, thing that came out of that was somebody, whoever made that, like, that screenshot of a text message that, oh, uh, yeah. like, it's supposed to be Triple H's notifications. And it said, like, hey, big guy, I'll go to war for you. What's up, man? What are you doing? I'm listening to Motorhead right now, you know? Hey, Adam <laughs> yeah. Adam and Kyle couldn't come, but uh, but, I, but I'm available, dude. Yeah, so-, <laughs> so now he's an impact. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because there's people like defending it where they're like, well, you know, he's he'll still end up in WWE. Like that's the big leagues. It's like, no, this is someone who like doesn't have a ton of value in the big leagues, frankly. Yeah, I mean, he yeah, he, he was yeah, it was like third banana over there. It's like it's not like he ever made it to the main roster. He hadn't gone there yet. So, like, I don't know. He's he's fucking weird, and and he's the laughing stock of the fucking wrestling community now. So, yeah. you know, good for him, I guess. Doc, are you drinking a Pepsi? Uh, I am, in fact, drinking a Pepsi. You know, gotta nice. keep the energy alive. All he wanted was a Pepsi. Thirty-two milligrams. <laughs> I got, I got um, orange, orange soda. Sunk his zero in this. 
uh, tumbler cup that I got here. How about you tell us about? The, I just uh, showed it. Mini- no, 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 not about that. About the uh, mini fridge. But my mini the, fridge, uh, fa- oh, the mini fridge. Yes, I got, got it. I finally thing. got it. I got my blood hunt mini fridge. Y'all want to hear something really crazy about it though? It doesn't work. <laughs> I oh, mean, it, it like powers on, but like, <laughs> I don't know how to like. I don't. I don't know like if there was something I'm supposed to do. Like, is there something I'm supposed to unsnip on a mini fridge to actually make it to start so, cool? Man. But I turned it yeah. on and it won't get cold. So. Fuck. We're going to store your blood bags now. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to chill your blood. Some of those mini fridges are just chillers. They're not really refrigerators. And uh, I don't know. So, But if it's not getting cool at all. Yeah, it's not at all. Like, not even a little bit. But I, I figured, like, there's probably something I can do to, like, get it to work. And, you know, I don't know. But it looks cool. And if you know what? If it's not one thing, it's another. <laughs> at, the very in, at the very, like, least, I'll just put some empty cans in there to make it look like I have some fucking, make it look like I have it stocked and just empty let it be for cans. looks. It looks awesome though. It looks really good. It's got like really custom blood hunt stuff all over it, and it's just really badass. So I like um, it. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't come. Well, it didn't come with instructions. It came with instructions, but like, it you know, it's it's from like it's from Sweden, so I had to get like a European adapter for it and everything, like an like a European to American adapter and everything, and I had to put it in the wall. Translate. Yeah, Google Translate. My yeah, but I mean, it's not. It's not like. Let me get this straight. Let me. Uh, it's not. It's. It's written in English, but it's very, very, very bad English. Swinglish. And yeah, I don't think it's very um, like thorough. But you know, whatever. What I'm not. The UK leaves the EU, like, you know. I'm not even mad about it. My fridge isn't that far away. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm pretty stoked about it. But I'll figure it out. If at the very least, I'll take it somewhere to get fixed. I'm sure somebody can fix it. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. That's if it's even broken. But I'll figure it out. I just haven't spent much time on it. Well, we've been waiting so long for you to get your blood hunt <laughs> I have I have all my blood hunt stuff now. I got my stream deck that has the little faceplate on it. And it's, I'm pretty pumped about it. Well deserved. Speaking of well stuff earned. that's come in the mail, though. Did you get your Wardlow shirt? I sent it. I checked the, the tracking. I know it showed up to your house. <laughs> Oh, he's got it! Oh my god, he's got it! In me, War Daddy. Oh my, that means that I'm gonna have... I've been pretty harsh on Wardlow, but when I put on this shirt, it dawned on me that the reason... (laughs) He'd fuck the shit out of you? (laughs) ...is because I want him. Um, (laughs) It just made sense when I put the shirt on. Seemed like a natural statement. He just seems so unattainable that you were just... The resentment built. You know those people that are just so they just are so unattainable and just drives you nuts. I stay up all night. Stay up all night. Are you gonna Are you gonna wear that shirt next time we go to an AEW show here in Dallas? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I have those the fucking worst and. Fuck you for buying me the shirt. <laughs> that was the rules, That's man. The look, that look, was the you rules. Win, you win. You win the G one pickums. You should get get you something. Okay. You got something. Got you something. You got something. Something good. That's just the. That's or just the. From something bad. That's do, what makes I our do. contest special. Really? Look, if you're just if I you're just what, wa- if you're here watching on Twitch for the first time, you're here listening to our show for the first time. We do a contest every year for the G1. We do the G1 Pick'ems. And whoever wins, uh, wins a t-shirt, wins a pro wrestling t-shirt. And they have to, like, wear it. And then they show, they show it in a picture or, in this case, in a video. 
and uh <laughs> and or and the, the loser has to buy it right so last year i won all right and i got a fucking shitty nia jack shirt and i'll be honest that you refuse to wear i will be honest i just haven't gotten around to it but next week since davy wore his i will wear mine last year i won and i got a nia jack's t-shirt and uh this year davy won so the idea is that like you're trying to win but like you know i don't know it just makes it interesting to me i don't know i think the idea is try to get so finish somewhere in the middle so you don't have to buy nor receive a terrible shirt. but you That's still want to two years in a row you still and he, yeah and he's done it two years last year well yeah last year um spork lost and uh he really threw <laughs> like but Dude, he literally can we get spork on this fucking show no, is he here knows. he might no, be no, here what's up spork he's here. hey thank you all for tuning in for the first time we've got six viewers yeah, right now and that is really badass we appreciate you come in to check out our very first live episode and that's just that just fucking rules um we're really so, excited about this new format so. but yeah you know I, I obviously you know as you're saying you haven't gotten around to it i mean i'm sorry that you know sport forgot to include the instructions of how to wear the Nijax shirt look but the Nijax doesn't keep the Nijax shirt doesn't keep me cool okay for, for the for you guys i mean you're inherently know. uncool when you wear it like, oh my god i guess you're right for Good the people call. that don't know at home, Joey has a third nipple, and so it has to he has to put on shirts differently. Because it's kind of going a little I'll, pocket. I'll wear, it, I'll wear it next week. Next ep next week's episode, I will officially wear the Nia Jax t-shirt that I won from the G1 Pickums last year. That's about guys time. know that in um, darker times, a third nipple was seen as a sign of uh, witchcraft or um, serv sat satanic servitude. Yes, yes, it's perfect for the month. We're we're, de we're devil worshippers. <laughs> um, well, he didn't say anything about us. He said you. You're the <laughs> third nipple. We're de <laughs> wait. We're all fans of MJF, right? Listen, I yeah, saw say that. I saw some dude on Twitter getting bent out of shape. He's like Christian, and he's so mad that MJF is calling his fans devil worshippers, and that they have a shirt that says "I'm a devil worshipper." Wouldn't that shirt be extra? Like, would be well, it's not the coolest thing in the world. Wrestling shirts are really hard to be cool, but except for that pin me war daddy shirt that Davey's wearing right now. But wouldn't it have been better if it didn't say "I'm a devil worshipper"? It would just say "devil worshipper." Do you really have to have the "Ima" in there? I don't know. Anyways, the Christian so. guy was getting really bent out of shape on Twitter, and it was really funny. It's just fun. It's great to watch people get upset actually about find that something. Kind of MJF's actually Jewish. Then he'll get really bent out of shape. <laughs> right? Did he? He said something. He like quote tweeted that, and he was like, "What did he fucking say?" Or he's like, "God damn!" I, I now I don't even remember what I'm what he said. And you know, and without the benefit of editing, we can't just pause it and find out what he said and say it. I think we could like afford to suspend the entire show, close out stream, he was, and do that. I mean, why not, right? He you was know? talking about something. It was something about like you know you, you wear that shirt and you know it, it is that supposed to be okay or whatever. Like what, you know you're offending people, and he said, "Why don't you wear an Adolf Hitler T-shirt and come to the next show and see if I get offended?" It was something like that. It was fucking MJF like, but you know. Oh my god! Yeah, I was gonna say though, I do appreciate that. You know, for all when all the shirts were being posted for the uh pickums and whatnot and davies was like oh these are all so cool even the pin me war daddy one he just no sold it and then you got it now he's like the saltiest look at saltiest him. man on earth he's not really no selling it you can see it in his face that he's pissed that he has to wear it you can just see but I, it. I meant like beforehand because now he's like he's gone on two episodes now 
and whined about how awful the G1 Pickups contest is, but how it's rigged against him. Yeah, because I'm clearly, you know, gonna take it, you know, each year. I'm so. winning next year. I'm I'm gonna fucking I win. I mean, I think the shirt says that you're literally gonna take it, right? I'm gonna keep trying to I mean, win until I get the APA always pounding ass t shirt. If you want it, then it's not a bad shirt though. I mean it's still a bad shirt. I just want it. I just think it's a great shirt. Can I get um a nameplate down at the bottom of my window that says top 25 g1 pickums finisher <laughs> we could add a lower third for you actually okay, we okay. actually can do that let me see you know some legitimacy to this fucking maybe here we go i don't know how to do this actually there it is on the screen you're asking me to do this in real time here we go d straight i should have put our names on here actually and your subtitle is Top 25 G1 Pickums Placement. Wait, what, what? 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 Okay. Placement. Okay. Sure. Awesome. We'll make Which it. Which again springboards me to the upper echelon of the uh, world of professional wrestling. <laughs> I mean, as far as the IWC is concerned, I mean, you're you're in that you know. You're setting the curve. <laughs> yeah, I've been scouted. So do you guys want to get into some... Um, some? Well, why don't we talk about... formatting here and... Uh, yeah. Talk about? Well, why don't we talk about Antonio Inoki? Yeah. You know, the great Antonio Inoki has passed away. And... Two days ago. Man, I thought that that dude would never pass away. He's like... Yeah, 79. What do you guys think of Antonio Inoki? Let's talk about him. Early Anoki with Dory Funk Jr. and and uh, you know as Baba's partner there for a little while before they split. Good. Later Anoki forcing guys to compete in MMA and uh, making some shifty booking decisions and basically fucking sending new japan spiraling into the dark time bad <laughs> i don't know um anoki versus uh, muhammad ali shit show i mean that if you, if you talk to most if you talk to most joes um off the street if they even knew who he was at all that it would be from that or and this is another uh, here's a good anoki anoki and uh, bad news bears go to japan it's good anoki also Bad news bears go to Japan. Yeah, he's in that. It's that's a thing. Yeah, it's dude, I've never seen that. Oh, dude, it's so oh good. my gosh! I one yeah. thing. One thing I really love is all of these Inoki clips popping up. Just how fucking much of a man that dude was. If you want to fucking like learn how to be manlier, just watch Antonio Inoki and try to figure out how to be anything like him. Like the people lined up how many people was that that lined up just to like oh geez just yeah, out of slapped. respect to like for him to just people lined up in front of him for him to slap him and then well the, he was know, imbuing them with his fighting spirit was that what it was is that what's yeah. that's that, that that's insane like you like you got a dude that has so much respect that people just line up to get slapped by him that is insane and then there's that that clip of uh Spider-Man scaring him on some TV show, and then he slaps the shit out of the Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are I think really that beats great the uh, Triple Mania Spider-Man. Yeah. To be honest, uh, one one moment I learned about that I really liked was 
um, I can't remember who was talking about it. It might have been Jim Cornette or something. Uh, but he was talking about how um, it, it could have been Melter too. I can't remember. But it was it was about Vader, like when he brought Vader in and how much of a hero that he was in Japan and that he got completely squashed by Vader. And they did it that way. And that's how they made Vader and then made him this monster. And then they built this insane match and they sold out the Tokyo Dome and stuff. And um, that is just that's really cool. I mean, yeah. uh, I love stuff like that. Like he was he was a brilliant guy. He He became a mark for. MMA and that's what brought the New Japan Dark Times along but he still was a brilliant booker when it came to pro wrestling yeah. and stuff like that. He brought the whole industry down around that time though to be fair. Yeah, I mean he he founded New Japan. Yeah. And you got to give him that. You know, for mm -hmm. nothing else. And you know, it's been so long since I've watched an an, an Oki match, a long time, mm -hmm. and I think it was I think it was Dory Funk Jr. He's, I mean, he's good. He's of the time. Um, I mean, he's le he's a fucking legend. I don't know what else to say. Um, but he's a, like his mentor, Ricky Dozen, like he is a complicated figure. And it's tough to, you can't just place him in glorious light or just shit on him. He's somewhere in the middle, you know? He's like, well, he's like a lot. Well, not me. I mean, I'm going to be remembered as a nice guy. <laughs> uh, make you guys fight <laughs> uh, well yeah i mean he's been i mean how many episodes of like dark side of the ring has like anoki been like a major fixture in it right i mean I know oh my gosh the, yeah it was the korea one but i think there was a couple others too that were a little less flattering i mean even the korea ones kind of like mixed that might of, like, be some of the weird stuff that happened but then like you have the main event with what him and flair right yeah that might be the most insane one of all of those is yeah. that like Again, a guy that was so respected that they let him into fucking North Korea to do a show. Like, that's insane. To do a fucking wrestling show that we can't watch. Can we even watch that? There's just, like, no way. There's no footage of it or anything? It just you know happened? Who I bet could get a hold of that for us. Who? And it, it sucks because he was at the hotel I used to work at. <laughs> oh, shit. It's Dennis Christian? <laughs> You're right, um, Dennis Rodman. You should have asked him Dennis when he was Rod at the hotel. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That from your boy. He's probably, you know, they've probably done like a watch party. Him and uh, get get Christian. Get Christian to do the get the hookup. Like, hey, can you go ask Rodman? Because like you know, you know all the hookups to go get uh, you know, to get that footage from North Korea. He'd be like, uh, I don't know about that guy. <laughs> What a dress! <laughs> oh, shit. I think he married a guy. <laughs> did we talk about this exact thing? Like, did we do this exact bit on last episode? Like, did we bring up Rodman again? Uh, yeah. Oh my god. So. There's also there's a really great video of um of Antonio Noki versus the great Antonio. <laughs> That's a classic oh one where the guy tries to no sell him, so he just fucking beats the shit out of the great Antonio. It's so fucking funny. That's a great great one yeah that was, yeah, that was good yeah but he's an absolute think, legitimate yeah. legend in our business and uh and he's gone so rest in peace uh, antonio Inoki. Yeah, yeah man rest in fighting spirit power i guess or whatever doesn't sound very restful though do you think uh do you think while he's waiting in line up in the afterworld that he's uh that 
you know, he's slapping the people in line because he thinks they're lined up. He's slapping yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he slaps. Uh, well, you know, it depends on what ideology you're into. But we're all going to, let's just say we're all going to line up one day. I think about that sometimes. Like, let's just say that I don't really believe in the afterlife. I think we're fucked, but um, <laughs> let's just say like the processing gets really slow. And, you know, eternity is obviously a long time. So maybe like waiting 800 years in line to get processed is like, well, fucking eternity. So you have to wait 800 fucking years in line. Um, and you're just stuck with the same two people in front and behind you the entire time. Oh, man. Yeah. And think about uh, who that might be. So we'll maybe we'll do a um, we'll do a hypothetical. Because I think like oh, front, uh, Waco. Yeah. With 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 my luck, it would be like in front of me would be like Donald Trump, and behind me would be Kogar the swinging ape, <laughs> the horny ape, the, the horny ape. You can't get him to stop trying to fuck you, and then fucking yeah. Donald Trump is trying to grab your pussy. Actually, actually, be, actually, be, actually, better. Yeah, it's Wardlow. Oh my god! And Chris Benoit <laughs> behind him. Wardlow. I uh, well, Chris Benoit. I would assume is way oh, yeah, ahead in line. No, he'd he'd yeah. be in hell. Yeah. Okay. It just fucking trap door opens right up. <laughs> Jesus. oh man so well, yeah okay yeah and okay yeah on. so we've been uh we've been gone for a couple weeks um so we could set up this new format and stuff like that and have you have you guys kept up with everything like how good um how caught up are you guys on stuff like wrestling wise pretty caught up i've been keeping up for the most part but work has been crazy and i'm also getting uh my garage converted into a home theater, which has been a lot of fucking work. I was out there just before we started recording on a flimsy ladder, standing on the second to tell us wrong with no one to hold it for me. No one could hear me scream. And uh, <laughs> I was drilling the um, curtain brackets into the ceiling. So I could like rope off the foyer and have the curtains going. Oh, around the room. I'm still well, not in Well, I survived putting a few up there before we had a start. Is there? So is be a nightmare. So every year we go to Davy's house, and no matter where he lives or what's happening, we go to Davy's house, and for something called Weekend of Terror. And Davy curates a large list of movies, and we start on Friday and we watch movies throughout the entire weekend. It's a really good time. All our friends go. And we just literally just fucking stay up like pretty much the whole weekend. It's a lot of fun. Sometimes we go to like the haunted houses and stuff like that. So is there room for us to sleep in there? How are we going to do this? How is it going to yeah, be set yeah, up, yeah. man? Uh, it's like an 850 square foot room. So, yeah. Plenty of room top to fit there. Joey in there. Yeah. Are the spiders are the spiders gone? That's the big question. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I fucking don't want to fuck with those spiders. I poisoned them. There's okay. No, you saw it before right yeah i sure did and it was terrifying yeah no it's completely cleaned out carpeted and there's gonna be curtains around the walls and i've fucking fucking put the spiders and bugs unfortunately through genocide chemical <laughs> genocide no it's gonna be a good time man and there might be uh there might be some wrestling really in the oh yeah oh we're gonna get some oh. santo versus let me see it's gonna be santo maybe. versus wolfman right maybe we'll see yeah it's gotta be santo I'm something not, i'm not announcing it but um he found uh the entire uh he's compiled the entire wardlow match history 
Remember? Yeah. Oh my god. That's terrifying. Yeah. 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 Um. But yeah, j- there was one year that Joey just got fucking broken. Excuse me. In a marathon. No. We watched "Don't Go in the Woods Alone," and it. Oh my god! I did so bad, and he was tapping out like he couldn't. I could. Yeah, that movie was so bad. Look, look, and with with all due respect, I do love "Weekend of Terror," but some of those movies they very much run together because it's always the same. Most of the time, it's the same. It's a guy. He's gonna kill a bunch of people. It's some young people running around and they're going to die. But there was that especially bad one. Not all of them are like that, but there was an especially bad one called Don't Go Into the Woods. And it was just, I couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't take it. It's an infamous, it's an infamous movie. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's watched with the idea that it's, you know, um, uh, off kilter, I guess. But yeah, no, it's I'm looking forward to it this year. I just have so much work to do. You know, I think I, am, I think you guys need to have a carve out. If you haven't already watched it, I think the Velocipaster needs to make it into the uh, watch list at some point. The Velocipaster. I really well, want. I have a I have a 15 year rule, so nothing made in the last 15 years. What about okay? How about Vampire okay. Assassins? That needs to be in there. You know, Derek Washington. That needs to be in there. I don't know that one. I don't know Vampire Assassins. I like vampire movies, but uh, it sounds like it's from the last... You won't like this one. <laughs> it sounds like it's from the last 15 years. Is what it No, I'm telling you. It, I don't think it is. I'm pretty sure it's not. We watched it. It's really bad. It's really, really bad. Big shout Look out to Marcus them. in the chat. How's it going, man? Thanks for joining us on our first episode. Um, yeah, oh, that, that movie's really bad. And if that doesn't show up on Weekend of Terrorists at some point, I'm going to be really disappointed. I think everybody needs to see that movie. It's, I can uh, announce one thing. It won't be this year. It won't. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, I'm sure it's packed and stuff like that. But no, like I like I love I love Weekend of Terror. But the, I'm looking forward to this one because it's going probably going to be the most comfortable one we've ever had. Those chairs look awesome. Like it's in a big room. We're gonna watch it in a theater, which we've always wanted to do. And it's gonna be a far cry from that little apartment in Dallas that one time. That was the worst one of all. Yeah. <laughs> that was horrible. And like Davey yeah. was like. I could nobody could sleep downstairs, and Davey went to go sleep in his big fluffy bed with all his pillows, and we're all sleeping on the floor. And then he, he comes down like grumpy as hell. He's like, "What are y'all doing down here? I hear all that stirring." Like, <laughs> he's trying to sleep, and I was like, "This motherfucker right here! I, I swear, I swear, I hear all that stirring! I swear to God, on oh my, my mother's God. eyes, he said that." <laughs> so I, I was in a somewhat similar. Well, I was you know one of the people that was I guess stirring, but uh. <laughs> It was really bad. It was, I think it was like a New Year's or something. And uh, there was a few people, it was like in college, and like so the, most of these other ones were like freshmen. I was, you know, a senior. I might have actually been out, out of school at that point. But uh, there was these two, and like this one guy who's, he was just a complete character um, all around. But he, like, he was on the floor, and then this one girl was on the couch, and then she's like, oh, we could come up here. He's like, oh, are we really going to do this? I'm like, fuck, please do not. Like, I don't know what happened after that, but like another girl was talking about how she constantly gets tested for like chlamydia and whatnot. I'm like, yeah. I don't know like what's going on here. I don't want. I don't want to know. You risked um, it for the, well, the last thing you want. The last thing you want is a girl is hanging out in your apartment or whatever, and she gets up and or a dude. And they get up and there's chlamydia syrup on your couch. Oh, what is the <laughs> what is chlamydia syrup? What even is that? I've never even heard of that in my know. life. Is that a thing? 
I'm not Googling that. I'm not going to. I was about to. But, and I'm not. Anyways, my, my favorite story, probably with the one guy who wanted to like sleep on the couch, the one girl, um, was he later on got a girlfriend, which you know somehow, you know, miracles happen, right? Um, but he was like telling us, you know, someone's like, oh, so, you know, like you're really excited about this relationship, you know, like tell us about her. He's like, well, she's got a big ass booty. <laughs> Oh well, okay. <laughs> now we're talking. It was like when he like he had that like pause in there too. I was like, well, like I mean, big ass that answers it, right? Like component of redundancy. Yeah, but it's like that's the best you could say about her. You know, you're talking about her like you know she's a love of your life, and turns well, out she's got a dump truck. Look, I wouldn't do this, but chlamydia goes away, so you know it's but not usually like usually with. Yeah, usually with uh, antibiotics, buddy. Yeah. Have you? Have you? Is this a, is this a forewarning? Look, I have, to, uh, no, 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 no. You waited one no. out. You're like, I'm gonna. <laughs> no, I, I, no, 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 no. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I'm saying that if that dude wanted it bad enough, at least chlamydia goes away, right? Well, it was this. This was a different girl, but they, as I said, they were all just you know wild, crazy, you know, those Detroit girls. Yeah. Girls gone right? wild. Yeah. yeah. But I was I was thinking you were bringing up the chlamydia stuff, so like you know, any girls listening to this would know that like no, 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 pretty to worry about you. Yo, what up, bolting slash? We got a follow. Did you guys hear the follow alert? By the way, I recorded it right before the stream. I muted the stream. Oh, of course, I didn't want to like hear the feedback. I recorded it. It's a it's the Monster Pop community. If you know, you know. Speaking of speaking of that man, what do you guys want to get into this week? I mean, uh, I know this is our first. Uh, this, you know what? This is kind of episode zero of the Twitch stream. Like mm-hmm. we're figuring out what we're doing. Yeah, uh, we're finding our voice a little bit. But I'll- normally we have a little bit more of a structure where we do news, and then maybe we'll get into like what we watched this week. And I have to admit, I haven't been watching New Japan, which it's not because. Um, I don't want to watch it it's because right time like for sure dad and and work and i do i commute three hours a day and then trying to work on this project oh my god so i've been missing it and i see things like coming through timelines and stuff when i have a chance to scroll i'm just like oh, i don't even want to look yeah it's it's hard but um yeah i mean i agree with you on like you know we're trying to find our feet our, our format and everything uh, what we can watch, what we can't watch, what we have time to watch. And what's good about this format is you guys are in the chat and we can take questions. We can have guests on this show. You know, we ha- we've done some... We can uh, take recommendations. Yeah, we can take recommendations. We've uh, we've had uh, interviews in the past. We've had Lala on the show before. We've had, yeah. uh, you know, we've done some specials and stuff. And we really like, we're really excited about this format. So... If you guys don't know Lala, she is on a show called Vanderpump Rules. Okay. Um, um, ruthless Lala, yeah. Yeah, Ruthless no, Lala. Be, yeah, it would be really, yeah, that'd be, be a lot of fun. I mean, those are the kinds of things that we want to bring you guys. We want to bring you more guests. We want to uh, make it easier to edit this stuff and put it up uh, in different formats and things like that. And that's why we're doing it this way. So. We're gonna do kind of like loose reviews and things, and um, and talk to you guys. Talk to you guys. See what you want us to talk about or my, cover. Uh, questions, my, things like that. My book of monster pops here. You know. Yes. <laughs> I, I took a little bit of a break from taking some notes on things, but you know, I figured we'd probably kind of loosely go over some stuff that you know we've watched in the past few weeks. I mean, Grand Slam happened. That was sort of 
AEW's big reset, right? Yeah. And, you know, new champion who's, you know, the same champion, but, you know, it's a new reign for John Moxley. Um, Were you guys surprised by that? Um, yes and no. I mean, I, I feel like yeah. it's hard to say because if they're taking a step back, it feels like almost like they're taking a step back. Does John deserve it? Absolutely. Uh, is John good? Yes, he's good. He's been carrying the company. Does he deserve it? Absolutely. But at the same time, he just lost it. Um, he just gets it, it right back. It almost felt like a little retconny, like almost it, like forget CM, that that CM Punk bit that didn't happen. But even even if it even when you do think about it happening, you're thinking about that he has it just because CM Punk isn't there, and that's just it. Just feels like he's not good enough to have it just because CM Punk's not there because CM Punk doesn't drop it to anybody. And then at the same time, you know, like it felt like it would have been better to be Danielson. But even with all that said, I don't feel like AEW is on the course that they need to be at. Well, I guess they're on the course, but they're not set yet. And I don't think that they're going to be until they have an AEW guy with the championship, um, i.e. MJF. I'd like to see like maybe Eddie Kingston too, but um, no, MJF needs to be champion. He's got the momentum. He's the best thing on every episode. Uh, It needs to be him. It has to be him. He's the one to lead us into the future on AEW. Do you think they were set when CM Punk beat John Moxley at the I, I didn't know. I do not feel like that at all. I feel like um I and still that, felt like, like 20 it was minutes between that and the media scrum. No, not at all. I feel like that they were still trying to find their footing. I mean they had um you can see you can see inklings of where they need to be and they're just not there yet. It's that lull. Remember like back problem, in the day? Yeah, I think part of the problem though too is like with punk. I think, you know, the writing felt like it was on the wall even before he really came back. Like Pete the internet community really turned on him. I think, you know, even like the internet community. Yeah, the internet community. <laughs> um I mean, I think we, I mean, like, we were talking about it, like, you know, when we were like, oh, is this the last time we saw him? Like, what do you think? And it was like, you know, Davey's pointing out, like, you know, embarrassing matches that he's had and things like that. And, you know, he, I don't know, it's 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 weird. And, like, MJF's, like, kind of another one where it's like, I don't, I think it's important for him to win that belt probably soon. And I don't necessarily know what we're going to get out of it, but I'm interested do you guys remember when, like, in, like, uh, WWE, uh, when WWE was beating them really bad and, you know, Steve Austin was still kind of on the rise. The Rock kind of hasn't gotten to the point where he where he ended up getting. And they were just kind of in, like, this down period where they were trying to, like, get these guys over and kind of gain their f- footing and moving on. I, I, th- I feel like AEW is in that spot kind of right now. Like, they need to, like, kind of find their footing. And I think there's inklings of that. I mean, you see people getting over like organically. You saw FTR, but and you know they kind of dropped the ball there. And um, now you see the acclaimed, and you could say that the acclaimed's match at at Grand Slam was good, but it did not have that magic at, that it did at the pay per view. And I feel like they kind of missed their opportunity to put it on them there at the pay per view and that have like the biggest possible moment. That would have been like career making for them. I mean, and I wonder. I wonder if uh, you know them having this current title reign right now was because of that yeah. reaction at the pay per view, and this was yeah. I think a, yeah, a and that that, that is than, absolutely yeah. yeah. So I don't know that you anyone could have known that would have been the move unless mm-hmm. 
you do you call like, an audible wondered if you call yeah an audible, you would call an audible and and call an audible but then it's like what kind of precedent does that set going forward that's and are you going to piss off other talent no because that's not a new thing in pro wrestling when the magic is there you gotta fucking do it's right for business right there what's you the have, best yeah. example you can think of where that audible was called when There's, it was you know in that kind of moment where it clearly wasn't so supposed to happen otherwise i know for a fact that that kind of thing happens often um it happens more and you'll never hear about it like they just get the message out there and they'll change the finish. They'll have the finish guy be like, okay, he's going to win with this. You know, you need to change. They'll just tell him. And a lot of times, it, finish guy? yeah, yeah. A finish guy. Like, like, like well, no, like, uh, <laughs> no, like Pat Patterson, uh, for instance, uh, as an example, I don't know if they have a finish guy, AEW, but that's what, they, that's what it'd be. It might be like an agent or it could be Tony Khan himself, but no, that kind of thing does happen often. I don't know if it happens often in AEW. Like they kind of stick like the, to the, not just like the finish, like who goes over. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it would be part of the finish for sure. But like, yeah, that's a hundred percent a thing. Like that happens way more often than you might think. Uh, sometimes things have to change on the fly. But do you think it happens often in title matches? Absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah. I remember like like Steve Austin talking about it like on his podcast when they've had to call an audible and he says that he wishes that he could go back in time and call an audible when he turned heel at uh, WrestleMania and things like that. That kind of thing absolutely does happen. It doesn't set to me. It does. I don't think it sets any precedent except for that. Tony Khan needs to have the balls to make the right decisions at the right time. And sorry, they're going to feel they're going to be upset that they lost the titles like Sorry, maybe you'll get your rematch. That's when they they could have did the rematch at the Grand Slam, but except you know they were they were uh, going after the titles again. They could have did anything, you know. They shouldn't be. They weren't going to meant to hold the titles for a very long time, anyways. They're obviously building some kind of like dissension between the two or whatever, anyways. So, what good does it do them? It would it would have done so much more for the acclaim than it would have ever done for Swerve and Keith. No, that's that's true, and I think they should have done it. Mm -hmm. I just don't know if they do that there often. Yeah, and he, um, that's something that Tony needs to with learn. That said, I thought the Grand Slam match was pretty good. You're right, it wasn't quite as magical, but the crowd mm -hmm. still liked it. Mm -hmm. It suffered from the fact that they had so many big matches to get through on that card because I thought that match could have heated up another 10 minutes. I don't and know. Because one thing it didn't really have that a lot of big AEW title matches have, and especially when the crowd... They do this too much. Mm -hmm. the false finish mm -hmm. but they do it when the crowd doesn't really care or it's not a big spot or it's not a big match mm -hmm. but when the crowd wants it really badly and it's a title match and it's a big match that is when you do it and they didn't really do that a lot in no, fact they, i don't they didn't. yeah i don't think the acclaimed had like that big fucking kick out like that monster pop fucking kick out yeah they didn't um, not like they did at the pay-per-view yeah so you know, I think it could have heated up for at least five more minutes, and I think it it would have approached that pay-per-view match. But it was, I think, it was a time thing. Even, it, I even guess, then, like, kind of overall, though, would it? Because I was thinking about this for Grand Slam. How did you guys feel about it compared to like the pay-per-view? Um, I thought it was. I thought Rampage was really good, and I thought that Dynamite was kind of weak. Rampage was actually so much better than Dynamite. I think. I thought as a whole, it was. Um, I thought as a whole, it was better than the pay-per-view. I thought the pay-per-view that was kind of what i was like thinking because i know yeah. we talked like you know the pay-per-view was good but we're like kind of like it's hard to like top like when you have like really good tv on a pretty consistent basis and it was like this was kind of 
better than that. I mean, the one thing I will say is maybe this is a hot take on the the uh, MJF and the chip, but I think they focused way too much on that during the match where they kept yeah. like zooming back to him, and it was like it kind of distracted from like you know what was a really good match between Mox and Danielson. Yeah, and like WWE relies on like the Money in the Bank thing because like their matches are just as a whole like really unexciting. And I appreciate what the chip like in Money in the Bank does, but I think it it's a, it was a little bit of a minus in this situation. Yeah, especially when he's up clear up in like a luxury box where he's out of position to run in and cash it in when somebody's worn out. Like, what is he going to shoot a battering and like zip line down there? <laughs> right? right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like a, a pretty battering. stupid idea. Go full Owen Hart. Yeah, so because fast. you uh, because uh, you um. Because you're completely out of position to do anything, and it takes that drama away from it. Yeah, it takes that, is he going to cash it in? No, because he's fucking up in the luxury box. Well, and it the thing is too, because on some level, like the crowd was smart to that, so they kept like looking back up, like, "Oh, is he gone? Is he still there?" Because they know that he's going to have to like leave, you know, ten to fifteen yeah. minutes ahead of yeah. time to yeah. even yeah. make it to the ring. Fucking minutes, but that puts him out of position. If you know, and we've seen this a lot in the other company where there'll be two guys that beat the hell out of each other for the duration of a match. And then the guy comes in and cashes in a briefcase when they're at their lowest ebb. Right. And you, by the time you get down there, they're recovered and, and wrestling logic anyway, you know, Yeah. where if you don't, after delivering a finisher, if you don't put the pin on right away, like your opponent's going to kick out, um, you know, and you see that all the time in booking. Like we saw it in like the Hughes Robinson match. He like, Delays a little bit and Mox kicks out. But yeah, it's just these little these little patterns and and these things that build um like um I don't know. It just it kind of it just a lot of times these shows feel like fucking reruns. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's because of little things like that. It just builds this repetition. I agree with you. Like whenever, like if they don't make those false finishes special, then it's just another AEW match, right? Yeah. yeah. And you're 100 right about that. And then you have like guys like like the Young Bucks and stuff like that who can do these wild matches, and they're good, and it's fun to watch. But you don't have to have every single episode be like that, or else you know where do they go? They have nowhere else to go. And then there's like the backwards booking where they'll do fucking blood and guts first and then it leads and then the fucking blow off is like a regular match with rules like it doesn't make yeah. any fucking sense um they did it pretty good with with will hobbs and ricky starks except they didn't have enough time to get to that point even though it turned out really well that match was awesome but like i felt like they could have had I've, more I've time in the feud too. i think i think that feud specifically has suffered from the fact that it's a very like traditional wrestling feud in this mm -hmm. very meta era where like Every big storyline has some weird contract dispute in it, right? Like, yeah. And like, does the House of Black need that, right? Like, should we be worried? Like, oh, is Malachi going to leave the company? Like, that's that like kills the gimmick. Yeah. And you know, I kind of feel bad because like, he mentioned he was like getting death threats and whatnot. At the same time, like, I feel bad for that, but at the same time, he kind of walked into it by just being like, you know, like just posting vague shit about you know his contract standing and whatnot. He's like, well, of course I'm still with the company. It's like. Like, dude, really? Because yeah, not a pretty vague. <laughs> that's another. That that's you, a white well, air quotes. <laughs> that's another like know? trend Does that, that make, make you want to kill him. No, but like <laughs> that. <laughs> that's a that's a trend right now. 
that's a trend right now where the wrestlers will be like intentionally vague or they'll do something intentional and then they'll fucking talk shit on twitter did you see like like what page or uh soraya raya whatever the fuck oh yeah that was uh, weird she was like she was like she literally goes i'm so glad to finally have a have a boss that fucking listens to me or whatever the fuck she said it was like very it was a little less hard it's <laughs> yeah. like i finally have a boss that listens yeah to me. it was and very obvious did not yeah it, you're she it was very obvious like shot at wwe and so people kind of well, ran she, with that twitter and she talked yeah. shit and she talked shit she's like oh my god the awc is so fucking weird i don't know yeah, well, well on, on twitter the, the internet well, wrestling twitter, community yeah, because she's like, I don't understand the tribalism. I, of course, you know, I, I had a great time in WWE. And it's like, yeah, it's, then why, like, it's like, she's just like seeing this model of like, the people who tend to get more of a pop. Like, I mean, Danielson, right, he was, he debuted as a babyface, and he's like, I actually liked working at the other company, and he got booed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Listen, you know, I fucking think that she sucks. <laughs> I think she's such a fucking bad get for them. I don't think that she's going to add anything to their roster at all. Even with their star power. If you want oh, star yeah. power in that company, then you need to fucking push Jamie Hayter. Period. What is the... When you think AEW and anticipation and the same thought, mm -hmm. what is typically... What does that typically um, manifest as? What do you mean? Does that make sense? Does that make sense? No. Like, when you... when. I'm like, I, I, it makes something. sense. I'm just like, what are you referring to specifically? Yeah. When, so when you're Joey, when you're anticipating something from AEW, and it, let's just say you're not you, you're a typical uh, AEW fan. You're a Mark. Yeah, you're a typical Mark. <laughs> um, what is that? What's the thing you're anticipating about AEW the most? If you're in anticipation regarding AEW, if you're a typical, you mean like a typical Mark that like might be checking out. AEW that's like normally a WWE fan. No, or... no, they watch they watch AEW. Okay. This is a really long way to <clears throat> Okay. I mean, I don't know. I, I like as a as a wrestling fan, I, I want to see good wrestling. Yeah. Um, that's really what I want to see you at the do. end of the day. But at, but at the same time, I want to see like some fucking exciting shit happen. I mean, surprises are cool. Um I want to see like I don't know, man. I I want to see like I don't fucking know what do you, I don't know. Well, I think the way they build a lot of anticipation and their biggest moments of anticipation in the company's history has been debuts, mm. and they and they get ratings out of that, and they build a lot of buzz out of that, and so they keep them coming, and so now we see Paige, Soraya, whatever arrive, can't wrestle. I guess she's going to do some type of managerial thing or commissioner. I don't know. I don't know. I hope it's a short-term fucking okay. contract. She said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a difference maker here." I think when she said that, it was telling as to what her role is going to be. And um, yeah, man, when you start to rely on that too much, and we've seen people make memes where they change the logo to like all debut wrestling and shit. Yeah, yeah. You start to rely on that too much, like you kind of. You kind of kill the shows where you don't have people yeah. debut. You kind of kill the people yeah. that are there. What about the people? Yeah. What about like the follow up and stuff? Stuff that you can like get excited about. Like the storylines kind of take like a fucking drop down a cliff, cliff and you can't fucking like sink your teeth into anything. 
yeah, you're right. I see what you're saying. Like a hundred percent. Like where is the things to sink your teeth in? Like what is what is Sarai even gonna do? She's gonna stand around. She's wasting their money, and she's gonna let her fucking criminal fucking boyfriend jizz on the AW Women's Championship. Like what's what the fuck does she offer to the fucking product at all? Like why haven't I seen a follow up on? On Sunny Kiss, you know, turning heel. Like, where is that? They haven't even been on the show. There was a follow. Okay, there was a follow. With okay, I saw something on Rampage where, uh, you know, they they tried to get Hook in there or whatever. But um, yeah, it's finally like, what the fuck? Like, why do we have to wait four weeks, a whole month, well, to get to any follow up on that? No vignette, nothing. Yeah, I mean, part of the problem too is it's like you, the whole Trustbusters thing is like a dark dark elevation act and like they happen to be on tv for a bit but and that was good i, I thought it was yeah, like it's good it's good to introduce characters if you're going to introduce characters and you're going to mm -hmm. invest in them then fucking do it like is tony khan having a problem with having the balls to pull the trigger on some of these acts and having the having the balls to pull the trigger on some of these um big matches how do you not put your foot down and you know have the young bucks you know, versus FTR well, for all the titles, you know? Well, I mean, I'm talking about, like, at All Out. Why didn't they do that? Sure. Like, did we like did we really need to see Kenny and the Bucks as trios champions? Did we need that? Like, what the fuck? Wouldn't FTR versus the Young Bucks for all the belts would have been... It would have been such a huge match. It could have been the main event. That said, I thought they did the best possible job building the trios tournament, but sure. I, still don't, I still don't think that they should have spent the Kenny return on that. Yeah, but, that, but that's how you know willing they were. Well, and it, again, it's sort of real life happened in that, like it, it sort of killed anything that they were trying to do with that, right? Because it I think that they were trying to establish this it's, as a big deal, and like Def Triangle won it, cool, but like they've they, been yeah. doing nothing to do with those trios belts, right? It's like, oh, yeah. hey, what if we put. Um, you know, the Lucha Brothers in a tag match. Well, and then like they okay. could, if they yeah. if they wanted to get Kenny and 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 Will in the mat in a ring together, they could have put they could have promoted that match at the fucking pay per view. That's their biggest pay per. -view. That was the WrestleMania. You're telling me they couldn't have did they couldn't have done yeah. Will versus Kenny yeah. at that show? That may, may have been a political thing. Like who knows where maybe and thinks about that and who's going to get the win and all that shit. So, anyways, I don't know. Especially I with Jr. trying to like snipe yeah. him right from under them yeah and, he did and, it with juice too oh yeah yeah oh they were they were so impressed with juice like which he was great but they are um there was some stuff about juice i want to talk about but uh they were like i don't know i just feel like tony khan needs to know what to do with these wrestlers once they get over and he's dropped the ball with, they've dropped the ball with wardlow whether you like him or not they dropped the ball with somebody who got over they've dropped the ball with ftr anybody that's gotten over they dropped the ball because they don't know what to fucking do with the person that gets over and they, they, they don't pull the trigger they don't fucking they like, i don't know if i wholly agree with ftr i mean i i think it's just a weird thing where like I think they may have overinvested in them with giving them all those belts, and I think it's nah. kind of put them. I mean, I think FTR it's kind of can deliver because it's like, well, they're number one contenders, so they have to mm. like, you know, they, they yeah. have to go for the AEW belts at some point, um, at least the ranking wise number one. But I think they've I've, there's been reports that they plan on like kind of undoing the rankings a bit, like kind of moving away from that because. And frankly, they probably should. I mean, they haven't really been using them very well. Well, I think the injury um, fucked them all. Oh, I that guess. too. Yeah. Yeah, there was that. Yeah. FTR can fucking 
FTR can handle it. That they can be on TV at least. They could be doing fucking promos. Well, they, they were. Be doing, they were on TV. Yeah, they can do all sorts of shit. And then, th- if you want to talk about fucking that's the over, thing they, were, they were doing shit. You just probably it was the Wardlow and uh, Gotcha, fair Motor enough. City Machine Gun stuff, right? I mean, which I mean, fair to be fair, that led to a pretty decent match. But that's kind of that's the trade off, right? Just, as you have. I just don't feel like they overinvested him because I think FTR can deliver from that position. If you want to talk about over fucking investing, fucking Wheeler Yuta is over invested in bad. Like even like they even do the right thing with him, which they're putting him in like a program with MJF and he's cutting promos with MJF, but he can't fucking hang. That dude sucks. I'm sorry. That guy sucks. What I didn't a, think it was as bad as you. What a dork. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I didn't think he came off. He's, you know, his voice screeches a little bit, but I didn't think yeah. it was bad. It, it just, cracked a couple it times. It cracked. He fucking, it cracked. He goes, get down here, Jim JF. Like, he cracked yeah. and squeaked. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Not I just, perfect, I never. Yeah. I just don't think <laughs> it's terrible, and especially since it gives MJF a match to have him. You know, they somebody have to, to beat Willer Yuta like he's a fucking like, you know, he's an overachiever. So it does put some stakes out there. Although, again, going back to that rerun thing, you know what the end game is there. Um, yeah. So I don't know. AEW does surprise me sometimes. I'll say that um, the pay-per-view fucking surprised me. It wasn't in a satisfying way all the time, but I guess like that anytime you can get surprised in wrestling. Yeah. You know, as jaded fans, like it's not a bad thing. But, you know, I just think that the hesitancy to do the match, you've got enough time to build the match. You don't have to hot shot anything. You had time to build Jamie Hader for the pay per view. You had time to build a big, the tag title match at the pay per view was fucking awesome. So I actually am not upset that we didn't get FTR and Young Bucks, although that was the match that you probably booked for that. As it turns out, you know, that one paid off. Not doing that paid off. Mm-hmm. The trios tournament was awesome. I thought the trios match at the pay-per-view was good. CM Punk undid all that with his shit. Um, you could, you know, put some of the blame on them, I guess. But, you know, the just the hesitancy to do the, to do the fucking match that needs to be done and to book fucking Serena Deeb again and, and just shit like, you know what I mean? Not to book her again, like, in general. I just mean, like, in a, you know on a pay-per-view yeah that's that's she had a she had a tv match the other day right that's where you have her yeah well, she wasn't on the pay-per-view or yeah. you mean like she the, was like on the pay-per-view the prior pay-per-view yeah pay-per-views yeah yeah well the, the most oh, recent yeah, yeah. was that four-way with uh oh good point, Baker, good point. hater uh tony and uh that's right um cheetah yeah that was the fourth person yeah so they just like they also they like they need to if they're gonna t- take people off TV like like we're talking about Sunny Kiss then they need to show some kind of recap of Dark or something like that if they're gonna ha- if they're gonna use them on Dark why not show a recap of Dark why not say oh this is what Sunny Kiss did that week if they have acts that are on their well, TV show sometimes I mean, like why I'll, can't I'll you be, have like a, I'll be honest like is Sunny Kiss the most valuable player I'm just right? I mean like no you, you might like her I'm right, using but, like it's kind of. I'm using I'm using him as an an example and like there's other acts that they use even like big acts like they might have like Rush they might have a Rush on on Dark and stuff like that and if they if he has a match Danhausen they feature on TV all the time why can't you show like a like a split second fucking thing during their entrance or something or even when it's not during an entrance they like oh let's take a look back at fucking 
you know, the results of AEW Doc real quick, and they fucking show, like, the important shit, the people that are on TV, but maybe not on TV that week. That way, you could still, they'll still be fresh in their mind and stuff like that. Yeah. They give you something to follow, and they might get people to be like, oh, shit, that happened on Dark? I'm going to watch a YouTube or something. You know, like, it's... Yeah, it does feel like you would want to, like, kind of create more of that filtration system of, you know turn your tv viewers into youtube viewers and mm -hmm. i would assume anyone that's watching on youtube is you know watching it you know maybe not on tv but through some means they're watching you know the big shows yeah i've uh the old lady locked herself out i gotta go open the garage door you guys vamp <laughs> it up okay vamp right. it up okay <laughs> vamp it up. okay uh, <clears throat> but yeah i mean I, I get where you're coming from though where it's like it's Something to kind of like recap. They were doing a good job with it with I think Pac with like when he was defending the uh, All Atlantic Championship, where mm -hmm. they were like every week they're like, oh hey, and like it was always weird too because it was like you know it was at some indie show, so the camera quality was abysmal. Right. Um. So it was just like, oh hey, look at this, you know, this back alley that he yeah. defended the uh, the Atlantic Championship against. They can do and that with more. Of, in the crowd. How many of those do you think they could have fit into that garbage that they had in that women's segment this week? The match was fine, but the fucking like everything getting up to there. Yeah, was I thought the match so was pretty long. good, but yeah. Well, it, I, again, it's it's one of those things where I think when I watched it, it wasn't that long. I mean, the, probably the most embarrassing thing, right, was like when she's like, "Brit, your name rhymes with shit," um, yeah. or whatever. Like that was pretty bad. Um, and then she I think kept the crowd her lines. Again. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I, I, I was the revolution here, and I'm going to be the revolution here. Um, on commentary, I, I'll give her credit. On commentary, she was fine. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's kind of... <clears throat> yeah, I mean, in the, on one hand, it's like, I think it's it's good that at least they're, you know, putting these women on TV. Like, oh, hey, like, Sky Blue is probably on Dark every week. And whether or not she's, like, you know, a world-class athlete or anything, I mean, that's another debate. But, like, you know, it's she's on Rampage or Dynamite every week. Here, like, we're actually going to, like, put her at least on TV, and if she's not in the match, same with, like, Penelope Ford, um, Willow, I guess, is kind of not featured a ton either. Yeah, and there's another thing that they do that I hate. Like, they don't build anybody up before they show up. Like, you know how WWE will be like, so-and-so is coming to Raw or something like that. Oh, God. You know what I mean? At least. <laughs> or, like, they do, like, a vignette of somebody, like... You know that whole Veer Mahan thing? Yeah. They put him back in NXT. Did they, <laughs> did they really? So, like, well, not even just Veer, but, like, you know, they do that know, all the time. Yeah. Remember, like, remember when, like, Jericho showed up and they did the countdowns and they'll do, like, a... Mm -hmm. um, you know, you know, Carlito had his little vignettes yeah. and Kofi Kingston had his vignettes and they have like they show a character and they're like, oh, they're on their way. They're coming to Raw or they're coming. Like they don't do anything like that. They just have either a they surprise. Did with, uh, they did it with Divari. And I feel like they did, they've done it like once or twice. But did they do it on Dynamite? I guess I, they did. It, was, yeah. it might have been on Rampage, but it was, yeah. on, it was on TV is my point. Good point. That is um, true. They did do that with him. I think I think it works better for those talent that are like a little like like I would I do that for CM Punk? Hell no, right? You know, like like those ones I would not do that for. But yeah, mm -hmm. like you know, your Ari Davari tier, like where it's like, oh yeah, this person's not really like, you know, you might be aware of them, but unless you know, you're, the average fan probably isn't. And they should treat it like that, you know. And honestly, like the pop is cool, like for like a smart fan to have. Mm -hmm. But like, why not have like a vignette? Why not have something for everybody else to get in on it too? It's not like the people that know who they are are going to dislike it, you know. 
I mean, I or think they're that gonna like, feel like they're wasted. Their time is wasted. Right. I think it's like a waste of the pop, though. If you're like, oh, hey, like Brian Danielson's coming to AEW. Like those ones, I don't think should happen. Yeah, like, for Soraya sure. Like too, the big think, stars. Like, yeah. Like Soraya, like I, I was shocked by it, like the pop that she got. And like it was a cool, genuinely surprising moment. Right. I think sure. none of us really expected that. I thought that yeah. was good. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're right. Like some of the lower rungs in the ladder. I'm not sure if there's anyone in particular you had in mind that kind of needed that like vignette build. Yeah. <clears throat> was there anything else that stood out to you, Dave, from the shows? Um, you know, did you guys talk about Jericho and Bandito? No, that no, match well, was oh, fucking let's, let's, awesome. Let's oh my rewind God. to Jericho Claudio because oh, I thought okay. that was surprising. You're right. The that was insane. The, the fact that he became ROH world champion. Yeah, that was wild. Did, I mean, yeah. did you ever yeah. think that you'd see that when we were watching, you know, Joe versus Kobashi in 2004? Did you ever think that we're going to see um, Chris Jericho on national TV as well, ROH world champion? No, but, you know, did you think that you <laughs> look at the guys who won the ECW championship when they brought it brought it back? Yeah, I think uh, I feel Bosch like our media compared it to a big show winning the ECW championship. Yeah. Did they really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with that. That's a little too much. I don't know. I think that this is done with done well. They well. were comparing like the the reaction on like the uh, commentators, uh, um, particularly the ROH ones, where they're like, uh, you know, like "What the fuck I, just happened?" I see that point, but like also at the same time, I kind of like uh, Jericho probably inspired a lot of those guys in Ring of Honor, and I don't know. I think that they did it with with respect, and they have a cool storyline going on. Jericho's busting his fucking ass. Um, he won oh, yeah. it from a credible yeah, ROH it, guy. Like, I was I was thinking about this too for um, Jericho. Was that like I mean around probably like that MJF feud like around then and like maybe a little after. I was like, let's take this guy out to pasture. I think he's he's done. And yeah, the past year, like I mean the Eddie Kingston thing maybe it lasted a little longer than it should have. But like the past year, like overall, like he's like demonstrated why he's like in the conversation for like, you know, one of the greats. Yeah. I definitely didn't get the, the big show vibe though. I don't, I, I, I see what people are saying, but I didn't feel that way when I saw that. I think happen. it was more of a joke, but with that yeah. said, with his promo talking about like, he wants to be every ROH world champion. And then that fault, like he has like a storyline that you can sink your teeth into. And it's honestly, besides MJF, the most interesting thing going on on AEW right now and then, in my opinion, and then you have that, and then followed up by that match with Bandito that was fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, that, like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm all about it. I'm all on board with this. You could say I that mean, they're doing too much ROH-related stuff on the show right now, and it's taking away from the actual AEW shit, but no, I don't know. I don't think so, because it's AEW guys in those roles for the most mm -hmm. part. Yeah. I mean, unless you don't want to count Joe as an AEW guy, that... I know he's taking time away to do some like voiceover projects and Hey, he he's he's in a, a hot new team. What? Samoa Joe. It's, oh, it's yeah. War Joe. War Joe, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Would you let would you let uh Wardlow and Samoa Joe double team you when while wearing your <laughs> pin me daddy shirt? Like they hit me with like a Double team. Move. Oh, you come on! Oh, you know the double team move. 
what I didn't see what they've come up with yet. They're a tag team now. <laughs> like a muscle buster into a power bomb. Like, oh, come on, that's <laughs> a muscle busting, all right. <laughs> oh my uh, god. God. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. They're using ROH guys. I think it's really interesting, but I mean, it's not possible for for um, Chris Jericho to wrestle every single ROH champion ever. I mean, uh, I I saw he somebody in another company. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, someone, yeah. Someone on Reddit went through like, yeah. Can he actually do this? And they yeah. went through. I think it was like a dead one too. Yeah. 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 Like, Xavier. Um, Xavier is dead. Xavier. Yeah. 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 He was always shit on by Ring of Honor fans. Was he? I don't, yeah. I don't know why. I don't either. I thought he was pretty he was good. good. Well, yeah. you know, we had a. Uh, what was it? was it Katie Vick or whatever? We, we had that. You know, maybe Jericho could wrestle Safier after all. Wait! Oh my god! Oh my god! Just wrestle a, a dummy! Jesus! Well, just he, he could come out to um. This will get us some heat, brother. It just he has like come a. Out to pages, he come out to Paige's theme song. <laughs> sorry, Soraya. Sorry, Soraya. Oh my god! I even saw speaking, like hey, the... speaking of speaking of Xavier. Uh oh. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's just a different Xavier. My favorite thing about if you guys don't know what we're talking about, Paige was fucking Xavier and who else? It's Xavier um, Maddox, Brad Maddox, yes, Xavier and Brad Maddox. She was she was fucking both of them. I think you can still find the video if you want. No, yeah, look it up. And Joey, no, no, question. No, 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 no. You you put out an interesting question. You said who was holding the camera. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who was holding the camera it, it, it was moving too was it on it wasn't on a tripod so no, somebody else no, was no, there it was, it was handheld so what did was, that get leaked or it was, was it was uh i don't know it was the ghost of other xavier yeah 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 maybe yeah i don't, I don't know if it was like a leak or if it was you know revenge porn or something i don't i don't know what the deal with that speaking was. of that so your boy promo <laughs> joe recently just reposted like the entire yes I guess oh my god shoot interview. i remember that being in the roh catalog i just yeah. never really ordered those shoot interviews i so watched every wrestling minute of it yeah, so like, I've not gotten through that. No. Oh my god! To a point where they they start talking about this girl that they took advantage of and yeah, had her like we're lying to her so she would drive them and you know using her or whatever and like they just are so degrading. Even even mentions all listen, degrading, yeah, it's fucking degrading. I, like, look, next level, I could pull that up. Like, shit. listen, like, dude, we have my, in my worst periods where I maybe was like not proud of some of the things I did. I've never fucking treated somebody like that and then would be yeah. bragging about it like that. It's YouTube. bad. Sick. My my favorite part of it is like early on when they're when uh they're talking about like, oh I don't you know, some some friends drift apart, but I don't see that ever happening to us. Yeah, that was yeah. really tender, Dude, wasn't it? There's worse <laughs> yeah. part there's, there's even like there's so much bad oh, stuff God. in that fucking like we're in a format, I don't know if you guys want to do it due to time or anything, but we could fucking pull that kind of stuff up on stream and listen to it together and talk about what exactly so to give context if you wanted. I know that some podcasts do that, but like, holy shit. So like, there's also like the, um, the story about them going around putting balls in, in like a cup and calling it a ball cocktail and like showing it to women and stuff like that. And then like talking about how Adam Pierce thought it was so funny that he just started whipping out his balls. 
and they were like yeah they were just like exposing themselves to people and then uh well, guys let's let's I mean, this was just the 2000s. I mean, things have changed. I, dude, I mean, and then... Louis C.K. got his ass fucking taken off the planet for that same fucking thing. Yeah, and you know, and like, it's crazy. And then you're like, yeah, like you said, the the girl, and he was talking so shitty about that girl. He was like, I can't even remember her fucking name. Oh, she, she called yeah. her bikini girl. Yeah, and like, he was like, she might say that she was in the in our in our stable, but we don't fucking count her and shit like that. And he was just saying well, he, he word he shit. Never knew. He said even back then he didn't know. Yeah, he, he said some... Yeah, and then he he wow, said that man. he says that like, most women in the business are rats, and like holy shit, yeah, he's like that's just the hard truth. You'll learn that and stuff like that, and holy, oh, hell. he would know. And he was talking about how like yeah, he, well, he married one. <laughs> <laughs> he only dated women in the business, so yeah, yeah, pretty much, didn't he? Like, I mean, even just in WWE, he dated like three or four. Yeah, he he he's been around. He was even around a lot back then, and Have they you were guys just like a CM Punk herpes tree that someone made. No, is there really <laughs> one? CM Punk sat on top, and then it was like the women he slept with, and all the people they slept with, and the people they oh slept. With. Wait, <laughs> what? Somebody actually made that shit? Mm-hmm. No, you're gonna have to put that in our Discord. Tree. You're gonna have to put that in our Discord. By the way, guys, we do have an official Discord. Uh, exclamation follow in the chat yeah I'll put and that. you can uh click the link and you can follow all of our stuff you can listen to our episodes everywhere you listen to podcasts spotify fucking apple music all that stuff and you can follow our uh, join our discord follow us on twitter all that stuff every literally everything is right there in that link so yeah we'll we have our own chocolate bar too yeah and uh it's called the big e Davey loves it. Um, Speaking so- of big stuff, I, I did want to bring a special note to the Big Show's commentary on Grand Slam. He gave a performance that I can best describe as, and you know, maybe this is a little insensitive considering current events, best compared to a uh, storm chaser. Like reporting the news, <laughs> he is like screaming into the mic. Like I don't know if someone told him like, "Oh, it doesn't work," so you're gonna have to like just yell so it gets picked up by ours or something. But he's like yelling at it. He's like, "Oh, Lance Archer's a really big guy. That gives you an advantage in a battle royal. I would know." <laughs> it's just like everything was just so over the top. And here comes Roosh. <laughs> yeah, he's on his way down to the ring. Oh my God, Storm Chaser. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta speak loud over them wins. Oh my god, okay, yeah. alright. Anyways. Um, but yeah, and then that match, back to Jericho, that match with Bandito was fucking insane. What did you guys think of that match? Bandito, like, took his career to a new level. Yeah. As long as he'll find somebody that's willing to accept that, and like, whether it's Tony Khan or someone else. Well, apparently he offered him a contract. Yeah, as soon as he got back, he was like hugging and like dry humping. Yeah, there's like pictures of Bandito. Him <laughs> yeah, like when he got off the stage. Yeah. I mean, the crowd, That that's the thing. Like there's intangibles. Like could you guys put, other than cool moves, could you, which a lot of people do, like they don't fucking mark out for Matt Seidel. He does cool shit. Yeah. But other than cool moves, what did Bandito have that won that crowd over? Chris Jericho. Okay, but yeah, and he had a he. To be fair, that crowd had a match with Chris Jericho. Yeah, well, Bandito also had three matches in AEW or AEW um, like like adjacent 
like before that and he didn't get over like that jericho should is should not be overlooked in this and how good he made bandito look and a lot of that was chris jericho no, uh, to I, be yeah. fair though he, i will put, balance the, the crowd was already into bandito they knew who he was this wasn't like you know it wasn't quite like the Takeshita where like no one knew who he yeah. was but jericho knew knew his role yeah. he work really fucking hard that's the hardest I've, I've seen jericho work in a long time even his recent even Crazy his recent bump. matches he took insane bumps he was he was on in rare form he wasn't botching um he set bandito up to succeed like a fucking eddie guerrero yeah. would do and it was fucking magic and i i cannot understate how important jericho was in that equation and uh bandito got the fuck over and as as long as bandito can take that ball and run with it and they don't fucking just stick him on dark like ban like the sky the fucking sky's the limit for bandito that was awesome I, yeah i agree with you to an extent but i i think bandito is mostly responsible for jericho. sure like i mean jericho is obviously the guy to be in there with but i'm just i was trying to put my finger on it i, I watched it back and sometimes it's when you decide to move sometimes it's when you decide to you know power up you know or, or hype the crowd mm -hmm. and it's such it's like comedy there's such a fine fucking line it seems and i don't i don't think i could define it but man he pulled it off and yeah. of course he does cool shit and he does things well, the cool stuff he does is different than like a lot yeah. of the rest of the roster mm -hmm. too which yeah. helps yeah it's stuff that that crowd hadn't seen before it's not just like, oh, he's going to do a, a Phoenix Splash to the outside. Yeah. Which is awesome, but it's like, you know, also you've seen guys do that. You've seen Pac do that and stuff. Um, so, yeah, he, he innovative stuff. And it kind of reminded me a little bit of like when the first time I saw like Super Crazy and Tajiri or something. Yes, uh, yeah. Those guys were always kind of like, you know, I hate the word undercard because they would open shows and... uh you know that's a big spot but it kind of reminded me of that a little bit but even more big time definitely more big time and man the crowd was loving it and i was yeah i was too yeah i fucking could not believe what i was seeing everybody was buzzing about the match afterwards it's definitely a match that you guys should go out of your way to watch um when you hear this if you didn't see this match fucking do yourself a favor and watch this match what a match and you know what like it wasn't just like a bunch of spots either. The Bandito can do these insane things, but they were like properly placed. That's probably Jericho that 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 put that shit together. And like when you make them like matter and you put them in the right spot, like the timing and stuff like that, man, that makes a fucking difference too. I can't like I I, I just can't. I don't see Bandito having a, a breakout match like this with anyone else, even as good as he is. I just uh, that was awesome, and now he like. He just needs to keep it up. That's it. Fair enough. Do you think uh, Ring of Honor TV is uh, is inevitable? I, I mean, not only inevitable, but close to uh, fruition. I hope so, because I think it would be a really good show. I think it's going to be a lot lower in ratings, and people are going to kind of look down on it. But um, I really like... I love... I mean, you, we have a history of how we loved Ring of Honor. I remember watching those DVDs, those six-hour DVDs, like straight through like back in the day i loved them i love those roh those old roh things and like um you can tell tony khan is from the same era of fan of roh fan that we were you know yeah, and it's, gonna, it's going going to be such a different animal though. it is it really yeah. is yeah it is i think it'll be good 
Um, and I hope it gets the attention and the love that it deserves. And I hope they book it well. I hope they fucking bring in like Gabe Sapolsky or some shit. Oh, that's to do not it. happening. Uh, you don't think so? Yeah, well, he's uh, uh -oh. back in WWE. What? They brought him back? Ooh. Apparently, he's on the main that's roster right. and he's been there for a bit. So, oh, fuck. I Dude, don't... he's the greatest booker. He, I think he's better than like Paul Heyman. Like, I think he's top tier. Like, if he's yeah. been booking, like, and that that's Triple H's guy, and he, if he's been booking, like, fuck, maybe I want to watch a little bit of WWE now. I don't fucking know. Maybe. At the same time, I think some of his NXT stuff near the end of his run, I don't think was nearly as yeah. good. He will, and then at the same time, it wasn't Triple H completely in control there, so. I'm not sure, yeah, well, I'm, I'm just not sure what, like, how prominent um, Gabe's booking was. Right. Company. I Maybe I definitely one of a committee, one guy in a writer's room. I don't I, know. I, don't I saw I saw there. his fingerprints on a lot of that stuff. Like you know, like the like the stuff that they did with Swerve and the Hit Row stuff. That was hundred percent him. They basically gave him like AR probably the Gargano and Champa stuff. Yeah, too. he did he did gimmicks like that, like really cool, like edgy gimmicks like that in Ring of Honor. He basically gave him like AR Fox's stuff that he did in Evolve. I mean, um, yeah, that's. Insane. I had no idea that he's back in WWE. That's good for him. But man, I would have loved him. Well, I'd love to see him fucking turn AEW around, honestly. That's the reason a I bring it. Yeah. The reason I bring it up, um, you know, Jericho springboarded AEW into existence kind of mm -hmm. as the that was exactly what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Are they going to run that back? Are they close to TV? And is that why they're, um, is that why they're having him? prominently carry that belt and do main events and have these types of matches. I think, I well, think you're those kind of spot promos. on, to be honest. Well, if he, do you think he's dropping it to Danielson? Because Danielson could be that exact same thing. Danielson yeah. is just, just as big a star as, as uh, Jericho is. Mm -hmm. And he could, he could easily... I, I think he could easily lead that company. And he he is a former ROH. Maybe the best ROH champion of all time. You know, maybe... And it's and it's weird because after that, remember when he and Tony announced that he had bought ROH and they had... Mm -hmm. Uh, Danielson versus um, uh, Christopher Daniels. Christopher Daniels. Yeah. Um, afterwards, he was like, "Well, I'm not in ROH," and he just kind of hasn't said yeah. anything else about it. it was, it's like kind of a kind of bearing, but like kicking a little dirt on it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it seems like that was when he was like full heel, though. Yeah, because right? he was, so. yeah. you know, we're not ROH anymore, so I can you know kick your ass and you know not yeah. feel like I'm. Honoring, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. of your memories of Ring of Honor, uh, if Jericho could wrestle any world champion, Xavier included, wh who would you want to see him have a match with the most? Oh, shit. what's your um, ROH well, you championship know, dream match? I mean, it's usually Danielson, but we've already seen that, and mm -hmm. it really wasn't that great. It was okay. Um, I thought both those matches were okay, and I, I know Danielson was coming off an injury during that, so let's chalk it up to that. I mean, I thought they were worse than his matches with Daniel Garcia, though. So I don't yeah, know if, if they, they just have chemistry yeah. issues or something. I don't know. Yeah, he might have gone too hard because I think the second Garcia match was was kind of in that same gear. First one was terrific. Um, have we seen a big Jericho and Joe match? Um, yeah, we ha we they had a couple in WWE, but they did. Yeah, they did. They Are had you like, sure about that? Yeah, hundred percent. They had like two. <clears throat> they had like oh, two but um 
Well, you know, on a different stage, though, you can't yeah. really say. And, it, and they were not great. But, you know, again, like you like you said, it's a, yeah. it was in WWE, whatever. And then there was, um, you know, I, I don't know. I think a match with Low-Key would have the same flavor that his match with Bandito it was. Because Low-Key can still do shit that nobody's ever seen. Yeah, but uh, that's not happening. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a lot of heat. I uh, mean, it, it, that's just like a little bit more likely than Xavier Jericho. I know just a little bit. Davy Richards has thrown his name in the hat. Um, I would like to see Homicide. I would love to see Homicide in a fucking um, high high yeah. fucking tier match like maybe, that. And maybe he'll start bringing them all in. And it, yeah, you know, it's kind of a tease for that. That's what I think. We've seen Homicide come in. Maybe I mean maybe he would book Loki for one for night. one night. Yeah. I mean he yeah. booked yeah. Fucking, he booked fucking I, Nick Gage. That's true. Yeah. I, I think they definitely will. I mean, probably Homicide, too. I mean, they've had Homicide a couple times, I think, right? They had him with, like, the okay, Eddie Kingston okay. thing. And... Austin Aries, though. <laughs> that would be good, but... <laughs> God, Austin Aries is not coming. How far is he going to take it? Yeah. <laughs> oh Morishima would have been awesome. <laughs> so yeah, I, I looked dude, up on Cage. Oh, dude. Oh my I God. looked up on Cage Match for uh, the Joe Jericho matches. This is why they weren't great. First match uh, was a raw match. Samoa Joe defeats Chris Jericho by countout three minutes. Uh, no. <laughs> Second one, uh, he Samoa Joe defeats Jericho nine minutes and five seconds. Oh my goodness! <laughs> what were you I gonna understand. say? Like like Raw's three hours. Why are their matches so short? I don't know. Garbage ads, commercials. <laughs> what, what were you gonna say about Morshima, Dave? I was just saying. Could you imagine if? He got his ass back in shape. And oh man! He yeah, got his shit cleaned up. That would be the feel good story of the year. More shame is great. Would be another cool one, but yeah, you know, time you can get the brisket. Nigel McGuinness, might Nigel McGuinness might be like on par with Danielson as far as the best ROH champion ever. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's really unlikely. That is extremely unlikely because he's signed with WWE or whatever. But well, um, also. Potentially can never wrestle again. He could. No, he could. He absolutely could. He decided to hang it up. He, oh, okay. Yeah, he I thought it was injuries. That took him out. He, it, I thought it, it was, was a, well. Just blood disease. No, no, no. He, that's gone. So that's gone. And like, from what I understand, and like, um, he had the reason why he couldn't go to WWE is because he had a bicep injury that they they said that he needed surgery on. And he's like, I've been wrestling on this forever. I don't need to get surgery on this arm. And he was like, since they turned him down, he's like, fuck it. Like, if I can't wrestle, I'm just done. Like, if I if I can't go to WWE, I'm just done. So he just like, he he, he just retired. But he, he could absolutely come back. Absolutely. If he wanted to. So, but I guess he's comfortable with what he's doing and stuff like that. I mean, you but. can, you can, you can have him do Jay Lethal, um, you know, because he's right there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. There's, a, there's quite a few that he can go with. Absolutely. Absolutely sign anybody else yeah but, absolutely yeah let's see what they do with that but it, it might be just getting that that belt you know prominently featured leading into a tv deal and maybe you know danielson will be the one to carry it over onto tv who knows but. One, one thing that i i feel i feel about it is that um this is i guess this is the last thing we can say about it but i it feels like the true second tier championship in aw it's more important and more interesting than the tnt championship right now um no other belts like feel as important. It it feels it actually does feel important, but it feels like the Intercontinental Championship. You know, the TNT Championship is on vacation. Dude, it might as well be. 
It might as well I, be. I think that's the problem with both of the, the uh, TV champions right now. It's like they're both like like Wardlow and Jade are like the same where they have like the same. I mean, Wardlow's better than Jade, um, but I mean, that's not saying much. Um, Jade's kept, beat her. Jade's she kept beat Jade. <laughs> she couldn't beat him. Jade, uh, <laughs> Jade is com- is kept completely separate from the other women on the roster, which is fucking wild. Yeah, she wasn't in that one segment. Um, she was. Well, she's running out. She's running out of people to wrestle. <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say this. Her match with Diamante, even though it was completely fucking random, was the best Jade Cargill match I've ever seen. That match was so she's good. Clean. Yeah. She has so much potential, and every once in a while, yeah. she'll unlock it briefly. Yeah. And like, oh, fucking keep that open. Well, yeah. Diamante brought it out of her. She fucking brought it. Man, remember that match they had, she had with, like, Ivelisse or whatever, and they were hitting the fuck out of each other? Yeah, she fucking yeah. brought it to Jade Cargill, and that brought out the best in Jade Cargill. Like, that's what she needs. She needs somebody she to probably beat. Be, uh, Diamante should probably be featured more, too, to be honest. Yeah. Like, she they need, someone relegated to dark. Jade, Jade needs somebody that's going to beat her ass <laughs> to make her have good matches. <laughs> which is a you know that's a good thing like somebody we'll, we'll see what nyla rose does yeah is that coming up yeah that's the oh. next match well, well i don't know if it's that. battle of the belts or something but yeah they okay. they promoted it on rampage um i know you you said you didn't ca- quite catch up on rampage right marquee match would be down down the line would be jamie hater versus jade cargill that's the fucking money like that's a money feud down the line i think maybe what down is- the line what did Torn X just say in the chat that got del- deleted? Oh, it was just, it's a bot. Yeah, no, it's... Yeah, this is a, the dangerous spot on the internet where you uh, are offered <laughs> to, you know, purchase people. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a shitty bot. <laughs> um, But yeah, that means... Shit, man. Yeah, is um, there anything else you guys wanted to, like, highlight from the shows? No, no, and I, I think we can... I think we can... I, I've got... Of- I mean, there's a regular bit that still has to be highlighted, right? Oh, shit. oh, are you gonna rap live on the internet? Yeah, you wrote some. Li- you wrote the. Li- how, what percentage of that notebook is acclaimed lyrics? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, so I don't know the percent. I mean, I could probably math it out. I it's like usually like four lines that I write down. You know, like the <laughs> do we have the? Mu- we don't. I need the music to cue it up. Well, we got a link. Oh, let's- uh, I can I can send it I can send it to you. Send it to me on shit. Hold on. I can just send it to you on the Discord. Uh, fuck. I can't get it from there. Actually. Hold on. No, drop it in the chat. I'll just fucking I'll just fucking get it from there. In the Twitch chat, I mean. Oh, I didn't know you. How do you do that? Like just chat, like you did earlier. Copy paste. How do? Oh, like just oh, you can literally just drag a file into a Twitch chat. It's a file. Yeah. Oh shit! No, okay. Oh, link. I can't oh, find the. I'm getting the YouTube. Dude, it's on YouTube. What do you need me for this? I thought you wanted the. Oh, I file. don't know. I just don't know if you have it like on like uh, you have it ready to go. Joey, go <laughs> on to the YouTube's. Okay. Okay. All right. Hold on. And you can find Joe Biden saying that he wants to. He he's cool with canceling Social Security. Okay. <laughs> God. And also, you can find the fucking Max Caster, fucking acclaimed. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I found it. Hold on. This is this is the this is the official one. All right, hold on. All right, are you ready to fucking rap yeah. live on the internet right now? Yeah, let's do this. All right. a chain. You need a chain. A chain? Oh yeah. Do you have a, a chain? chain? <laughs> Get a chain. All right, chat. Here we go. Introducing 
EOD, Emperor of Destruction, Dr. Destruction, PhD. He's the doctor of not thugonomics because that's gimmick infringement. And uh, yeah, go. Yo, listen, listen, yo, yo, everybody loves the new champions, even Adam Levine was in our DMs, filling those private parties sucks, y'all need to hop off Matt Hardy's nuts, tonight our hands go off, y'all are losers, that's why your band broke up, you know what claimed been winning, we got rerun your wide team into the gr- ground like Ben Simmons. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh, oh my God! You know I, what? You always manage to pr- improve upon that. <laughs> I can't believe that. Oh my oh, God! I mean, I've got to, I got to stick up to the bit, you know. Yeah. All right. You know, good stuff. Good stuff. So we talked about a lot. What's up, Bolt? So we're gonna take. We'll try this right now. I don't know. I don't know if you guys are just like listening to this without video or if you guys just have it on in the background, which is what you do with podcasts. But if you're at your computer and you want to chat with us, you want to talk to us, you want to ask us any questions right now, now's your chance. Drop your questions in the chat. As we say hello oh, to Bolting Slash, how's it going? We just got one from Legit Layla. Uh oh. Oh shit. <laughs> uh oh. She said that she is wants us to come see her. Oh, she's working. oh where she's at? Working where is she yogurt, working at? Yogurt zone. Yogurt zone. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. She's been she's been getting uh jobbed around a lot lately. I mean, is well, she like a temp hold, core person down, or like what's going can't on? Hold, can't hold down a fucking job, dude. She's pissed off too easily. Wait, wait, oh, really? What is she getting fired for? Just like popping off at the boss? Yeah, I mean, like fucking know arm bars and all kinds of stuff that she's putting these guys into <laughs> you know they question her productivity oh. next thing you know they're fucking face down in the fucking sherbert well there was one other bit from the shows i did want to mention how do we feel about 10 versus andrade mask versus aew career did that ha- that happened right no it's oh, happening oh, okay i mean He's losing his mask. If he doesn't lose his mask, they're fucking stupid. All it's, right. it's time to push that kid. Before we go. Or build him, I mean. What's he look like under there? I posted it in the Discord. Did you see it? Oh, I posted it in the Discord. Did you see it? You posted <laughs> it? Uh-oh. You posted but you, you it. Didn't, did you just, like, skip over? I thought you had seen it, and you just, like, put, like, oh, this is what he actually looks like. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, I, I sure did. So we know what he actually looks like. That takes yeah. the fun out of it. Yeah. The fucking piss we know. Out yeah. He, that's it's Preston Vance. <laughs> like he was on a. Did uh Davey ever have the displeasure of watching uh, Rose to the Top? No. He was in. He was in. He, he was regularly on there, and he had like a couple of like matches early on before he was in the Dark Order, and they never so made it mysterious at no, all. There's basically no stakes. There's no stakes. It, it, well, it, the stakes are Andrade could lose. I mean, there's always been that speculation that he wants out. He's not going anywhere. Dude, I just wish he would take off his mask and he'd have like a tiny little face. <laughs> like a... That's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. <laughs> what if it was Christian that took off the mask? Bro. It's me. Hey, it's me. <laughs> yeah. he, uh, he reached the strata in his career that you never could. All right. 
Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He's a good looking guy. I think that that's something that they obviously Christian? should No, Not Christian. <laughs> Fucking oh, Ted, thanks, Preston look. Vince. <laughs> hey, thanks, bro. But I don't do that, man. I ain't swing that way. <laughs> uh, if I didn't swing that way for Van Damme, I didn't swing <laughs> that way for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think like he's, he's a good looking dude. He, uh, he fucking, um, he's big and he can work, he I fuck? think. Is he what? I said, does he fuck? Yeah, like, he's fucking, I'm like, well. Oh, I don't know. Help. I don't know. Probably. Who knows? I mean, dude, his legs are so strong. There's no way that, you know, he's fucking right now. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he it's, it's time for him to get, like, an opportunity to, to grow. I mean, Dark Order's done. They should just drop it at this point, right? Like, what are they doing with it? Like, th these guys can, like, just send Reynolds and Silver off to do it, be a tag team and, you know, have Eva Luno fucking drop to the stars or something. I don't know. What do you do with those guys now? I agree. I mean, I don't know. I don't think that they will. Um, there's the Adam Page uh, tie-in and there's the, there's always going to be like the Brody Lee thing, you know. We big, have a trios division, you know, in theory. Yeah, I think that's what it'll, I think they'll compete there if it, they pick that shit back up There's yeah no well so next week uh maybe we can just return to like kind of a normal format and sure. uh i had fun and we learned a lot we got some tweaking to make yeah some tweaks eyebrows done and so <laughs> i think we'll come back strong yeah i had a great and time plus, plus when i'm done with my actual theater room i'm gonna be i'm gonna probably next month by the time i get you know everything set up out there but i'll be in a cool new space too if you're joining us late, you can still watch the rest of this episode. You can catch up. It'll be a past broadcast um, here on the channel. And we'll also be putting the audio up on our normal RSS feed. So if you listen to our podcast uh, via Spotify or whatever, it'll be there uh, very soon. So you can catch up that way if you like and listen to it at work or while you're fucking, you know, Massaging your why, wife's why back or something, or yeah, while you're fucking, fucking you know, or while you're not, fucking, you know? yeah, yeah. So, thank oh, you guys. Wait, what was I doing again, babe? Oh shit! Sorry, <laughs> I was listening to the Monster Pop guy. <laughs> I forgot we were fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever you need to like extend your game, you know. Yeah, whatever you need to stay hard. Listen to the uh, Monster yeah. Pop podcast. <laughs> yeah, this will do it. Baseball stats are out. Monster Pop is in. Yeah, thank you for everybody that tuned in for our very first time. I think we peaked at like nine viewers which is fucking cool for a, a channel that yeah. has never streamed in their entire life that's insane that's like i mean we keep doing this we'll get affiliate really soon and you guys can subscribe and support the channel and things like that so uh thank you guys you can listen, you can listen to us pitch some green fucking powder that you mix up and we'll tell you how fucking healthy you'll feel yeah yeah and change your life you know when we do when we do questions I would love to like maybe maybe that people that have questions if they sub like when we're affiliated they can come they could drop into the Discord and they can ask their question and they can have their voice live on the fucking stream. Yeah, yeah, that would, <laughs> that would be fucking fun. Like it's like it'd be like kind of like taking callers. Yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Time listener, first time caller. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, how big is Wardlow's dick? <laughs> <laughs> right. How's that not become like a new meme? For, I don't what, know. Like instead of Batista's, I don't yeah. know. Not sure. As a little, little baby duck. <laughs> All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Thank, uh, thanks for everybody for watching and listening. Uh, may your week be filled with many monster pops and play y'all out with uh, with um, 
you know, some of these sweet jams from Cult of the Lamb because I'm obsessed with that game right now. Bye, everybody. Layla, I will be up there if you'll hook it up. One of the non-dairy players.